Hello and welcome back everyone to another episode of Burn Your Boats with me, Matthew Lestalia, your host. Today is really special because I got two amazing individuals for the price of one. Mad props to Corey Brooks. He was the he was the instigator. He was the promoter, the producer, if you will, for this episode. He without him this would not have happened. So thank you, Corey. Much appreciation. And um this was this was just a phenomenal talk. Uh, they, Travis and Jackie, own uh, a place called Hames Hall down here in Georgia, and it is hands down the most iconic wedding venue that you could possibly dream up. It is exactly what you would anticipate and hope for. It's everything that you could hope for in a southern wedding venue. It's gorgeous and lovely, and that's just that's just the aesthetic. That's just the place. That's not even getting to these two individuals and their amazing story. Both of them individually, and then them together with their individual goals, and then their shared goals and vision, and how they how they integrate and how they make it work for each other and for and together is is truly something of note and and I think that it's a model for how you can how you can really walk that line of of collaborating with a loved one with a spouse or even with a friend um in the kind of business world because they do their independent operations and they do collaboration projects which is just absolutely phenomenal so without further bloviation Let's get to it. Here is Jackie and Travis Phillips. Today, I have Shug, the painted chef, and his lovely wife, Jackie. I nailed it. I was I was so <laughs> terrible with names. Like right when he said it in my head, I did like the how to win yeah, friends and influence people. I was like Jackie, 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 Jackie. It's nice to meet you, yeah. Jackie. <laughs> yes. Um, and so rather than me trying to fumble through exactly what it is you guys do, like you just you can do kind of a self introduction and and what service and value do you provide to the community here? Okay. Um, Jackie Phillips, and I'm the owner of the Flower Girl Flower Shop in Statesboro, Georgia, and I've been doing it for, I've had my own business for 10 years. Oh, that's awesome. And I primarily do weddings and events. I probably do about 75 to 100 weddings and events a year. So it's nothing for me to get up on a Saturday and have five weddings that I have to do by five o'clock that afternoon. I literally said, like, as soon as you said the number, I, I, I mathed in my head. I'm like, how, because it's not like, it's not like people come to you like, hey, you know, let me, I want to like fit into your schedule and I want to, I want to pace this out for you. So it's, it's nice. Like there's a season. No, yeah. Yeah. Like this, yeah. So if you're doing a hundred or even 75. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's an amazing thing. And so, and it's nothing for me. I'll start at Friday morning at eight o'clock and I sometimes won't leave until three or four o'clock in the morning. On Saturday, I'll come home, get a couple hours of sleep, get up, take a bath, and then I'm starting right back at 7 a.m. to load up and hit my first one. And I'm on a, I'm on a time slot. Yeah. I, have, I have two hours to do this one, and i got to be here at this time. And then 
and it's just me and an assistant. I may have one other person, but normally it's just me and one other person, and we're just knocking it out and getting it done. And yeah. I spend my Saturdays on ladders, decorating arbors, and making brides cry. It's fantastic. What a great yeah. job. Yeah. What a great it job. Is. I produce tears for a living. I do. It's a goal. I mean, it yeah, it's really your goal. Truly. It is Absolutely. a goal. I'm like, oh, baby, I made her cry today. Yeah, I did. I got, I, got the, I got the good tears. I got the ugly yeah. cry. You know, and you try to catch them before they get their makeup done or their makeup artists will be there oh, and they'll get yeah. so upset. No, no, cry, don't yeah. cry. And the photographer's there snapping pictures and I'm like, yeah, go ahead and let them roll. Nailed it. And I, I, I just, I make things pretty for a living. So it's a, it's a yeah. pretty good job. No, that's amazing. I couldn't ask for anything better. It's it's phenomenal. I just, one of the, the first things that I think of with this is like, so what at what point in the process do you come in? Um, are you assisting and, and providing services for, for a wedding? Like, are you helping plan the whole event, the, how the day is going to go? Or is it like the day of you're showing up with your particular? They come to me probably on average about six to nine months beforehand with their okay. ideas of flowers. Mm-hmm. And it. I normally, I'm somewhere behind. They've picked the venue. They've gotten their dress. Okay. They've gotten a photographer. And then at this point, they don't really know where to go from. So yeah, I kind of... We have, a, uh, we have vendors that we work with, and I'm like, hey, you got a caterer? I know a great one. Yeah. <laughs> In this and particular instance, he happens to be sitting six inches away from yes. me. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and do you have a baker? And I send them that way. And yeah. do you have a... And sometimes they go with them, sometimes they don't, and that's fine. It's their choice. And then other than that, I try not to meet up with them until about six to eight weeks before their date. Okay. And then we have a final decision of everything. And then after that, I show up on the day. And I, I'm there before they get their flowers. I mean, before they get their photo- their pictures, their photographer shows up. Okay. So the flowers are in their hands Got it. by then. And it depends on how many I have that day. Sometimes they're getting them at 8 a.m. Sometimes they're getting them at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But always before the photographer, that first look, all that. Because to me, if they don't have them in their hands for those bridal portraits or that first look, I didn't do my job. It's not worth it. Why well, have that bouquet? Because to me, it's the only thing that's going to be in a picture over their mantle come the end of the day. It's their final accessory. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's, it's the... It's something that may be considered like small um, and perhaps like an afterthought or a side thought, like, okay, you're busy planning the cake and everything and sure that's there, but what is actually going to be in that, that set right on the mantle in that picture, it's yeah. going to be you with that bouquet. Yes, you the bouquet, maybe the groom, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> if it's not. a good bridal portrait, it may just be you and those flowers. Yep. You never know. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like your final accessory and... Nobody really knows how it's going to look until I'm done with it. They, they bring yeah. me inspiration, but I'm like, I'm not the Pinterest person that you picked out right here. Yeah. I want 10 bouquets, and <laughs> I take little bits of each one, and I put my spin on it, and yeah. I create something that's unique and personal for awesome. you. And that's what you get at the end of the day. So I don't know what it's going to look like until I'm through, and you're not going to know what it's going to look like until I hand it to you. This is such a big day, and it's such a big event, and every single aspect of these things can be so imbued with emotion and significance, right? And so... I'm just, I'm trying, I'm imagining like the very first bouquet that you ever made for the first <laughs> wedding. Like, 
Were you terrified? Yes, and I'm. Were you? I'm terrified with every single one that I do now. Still, and like the, done, your your demeanor right now is like it's very it's very chill. Like it, there's like a, a sense of confidence, but also a sense of calm. You know, and yeah. so like I'm like okay, I could I could see how your personality type would do well in uh, the high stress kind of environment that is. The day of the wedding. The weddings, yeah. But I'm terrified every time I hand that bouquet to a bride that she's not going to like it. But it's the very first thing that I do. And I grab that bouquet and I'm like, where's my bride at? And I go find her. And that's the only thing that really matters to Mm -hmm. me. After that, as long as she has that and likes it in her hands, nothing else that I do that day is going to matter. Yeah. That's, that's really, yeah, yeah. That it, She's not going to really care about the centerpieces. You're not really going to yeah. notice some. I mean, the arbor, there's a lot of pictures in front of it, but you're so strong with anxiety and emotion that you look at it, but you're not really paying attention to it that much. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially if you, if you nail that bouquet, the first thing yeah. that they hand, like everything else, even if, if, if that is on point and that's like, that's a 10 out of 10 that they get. Mm-hmm. The, the centerpieces could be a 6 out of 10, but because they're already, like, they're mentally, yes. they won. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is beautiful. And then they see, like, oh, that's great, you know, but they're already moving on. Like, yeah. I got the flower thing down. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm not cool. worried. And most of them are just like, these are my colors. This is kind of my inspiration, but I see what you do. I trust you. Just go with what you want to do. So, like, is there is there any sort of... Uh, I know for me, I can get the paralysis by analysis, like where I'm sitting there looking at the same thing for a really long time. And, and like, and like for me, if I'm, I'm picturing like me creating the bouquet, right? I'm like, like, no, that petal's gotta go on. It's, it's like a puzzle to me. Yeah. I, I'm normally, most of the time, if I have a lot of them, it's me in my shop by myself at 2 a.m. with a glass of wine and I have some surrounded by buckets of flowers. Yeah. I'm probably barefooted at that point, and I'm just like, all right, let's do this. And I'm standing in front of a mirror, and that's my favorite time. It's my favorite thing to do out of everything that I've done, and it's quiet, and I have, well, I have music blaring, but it's probably something like Dave Matthews or something, and I just pick up, and I start just going, and it's just like a puzzle that just comes together in my hands. And is it just like the feeling, like you get that feeling, you see when it's in, you're like, that's it. Yeah. And like she said, she stands in front of a mirror, so she's picturing Yeah, sure. The bride standing there with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have you have the type of flowers that they want, you have the color yeah. scheme that they're going with, and so like you're you're already you're obviously you're zoned in to like the ballpark and then it's just creating that beauty. And has, it, has that process like refined obviously over the years that you've been doing this? Yeah, it has. I've gotten more confident in it, of course, course. since the first one that I've done. And at this point, it's just kind of like, all right, so here we go. I mean, I'm more relaxed about it, but then the day of, I'm like, I really hope she likes this. I really just got to make a beeline to her to make sure it's okay. Mm -hmm. And then we're all good. But yeah, I stand in front of a mirror and I make sure that it's perfectly on every side. So there's no front or there's no back. There's just... She can pick it up and walk away with it at any point, and it's just yeah. gonna look beautiful. I really want to bounce the sugar. I just, I have an, I do have like <laughs> at least one last question in regards specific to this process, and it's, uh, have you ever handed the bouquet and like seen the face, and you're like, nope, that's not it. Like, that's not, it's not the one that I'm going for. Like this didn't hit it out of the park like I wanted it to. Well, I had one bride one time that pitched a fit over the ribbon. 
Really? The ribbon. And I think that she had had a bad day already. Got it. And it was over, she wanted navy and white striped ribbon. And so it was a dark blue, what I considered navy, but there's yeah. also different shades of navy. Sure. And when she came back in to complain about it, because she actually came from the venue to the shop to complain about the ribbon oh. on her wedding day. Oh, wow. The navy was like, if I'd have gotten black and white striped ribbon, then I would have nailed it. But she, Got it. it was super duper duper dark on mm -hmm. that line of black. And that was the only time I was like, oh my goodness. But then I'm like, I, I, I don't have the ribbon that you want. I mean, you said navy. I got the darkest blue I could find with yeah. stripes. And I'm thinking, it's it, it's ribbon. that You don't even see it when you're holding you're gonna, it. It's yeah. just to keep your hands from not what? wet. What? It's not that big of a deal. And it's for the bridesmaids. Yeah. It wasn't even for her bouquet. It was for the bridesmaids. And that's what killed me too because the bridesmaids in the scheme of things really... No one's looking at the bridesmaids. No. They're... they're just Especially the ribbon of the flowers that are in right. the bridesmaids. Right. It, it was that particular. That is mm -hmm. the only one that's really just kind of... Eh. Well, what was the solution? Um, they went and got ribbon that they wanted from Hobby oh Lobby. God. And then had me rewrap the bouquets for okay. them. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. Sure, but yeah. Um, that, that's, the day of holy moly. I'm like, really? You got, you got this much time on the day of to complain about ribbon? Okay. Everything else must just be in perfect order. <laughs> yeah, you know. You're, you're right on time there, honey. <laughs> So both of you provide a, a very different but very important service. Did you did you guys meet through mm -hmm. this process? Yeah. And how, how did that happen? How did that go down? Um, I needed flowers for a table. And a friend of mine, I called, and I was like, hey, I need flowers. Where do I go to get flowers? I'm not privy on flowers. And she said, just go to Jackie, and she'll, she'll fix you up. And I'm going, I don't know Jackie. Who's Jackie? <laughs> Where do I go to find this Jackie person at? And she told me, and I pulled in, and I walked in, and I was like, hey. hey so you're Jackie. flowers. <laughs> and uh, then we just started. We had a, we had a bunch of same customers that we, we just that didn't sense. know because she is there early, and I cook. I get there late. And so I, I put cards in her shop. She put cards in my shop, and it seemed like we just – did a lot of a lot of weddings together at that right. point. It just, and it just worked out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, it just worked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys seem to complement each other very well, both business side, but just you know, in the small bit of time that I've been around you, it's, there's there's yeah. a nice you know flow of things. Yes. <laughs> um, so how did how did your endeavor into this world start? I guess we can kind of do this backwards of like one, you're. Uh, you're obviously you're a chef, but specifically geared for catering for weddings. Yeah, that was uh, an accident, okay. <laughs> or the cooking got out of hand. Um, I, I've got an engineering degree, and That's so awesome. I did that for a long time. And what type of engineering? Uh, just industrial engineering. Yeah, okay. So okay. it's mechanical slash yeah. uh, electrical, and. Uh, I did it for a long time, but I've always seemed like I've always had two or three jobs. Okay. I've never had just one job. I get bored really, really easily, yeah. and I've got to kind of bounce around just to stay focused on the two or three things that I've got going on. Right. I can't do just one. And so I was kind of working at a motorcycle shop, and I would cook at the motorcycle shop when we'd go on okay. rides. 
and people would be like, hey, this is good. Can you cook here? And I would cook for other people. I would just do it for free. And somebody said, you know, you get paid to do this, right? And I thought, no, ain't nobody going to pay me to do this. Right. And it turns out they will. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how it started. I, I, I sit down one night and I come up with a, the painted chef thing because I am heavily tattooed and yeah. painted. And um, built a website, put it out there, and started getting hired to do stuff. And somebody asked me about a wedding, and I was like, okay. I've never worked in a restaurant. I've never yeah. cooked in a real kitchen until I bought one. Uh, wow. I mean, it was just just a progression of cooking for small parties, 10 mm-hmm. to 15 people, and now I can cook up to 900 people in one day. That's insane. So it's just, it just happened. Right. It was a natural progression, and, and one of the, the cool things I think about that progression is, one, you're getting validation like specifically when you're cooking food and everything and, and you're providing it for people you're getting that validation like okay i like what i am cooking is worth something because people are getting pleasure out of it but how did like i mean you're not cooking it's not just your basic like we're doing a barbecue you know no. and we're cooking it so like how did you get this I do skill barbecue, right right, right. Uh, but it's the the shrimp and grits yeah. I, and, and how i come up with different recipes mm-hmm. as I eat at other restaurants and I get disappointed and yeah. then I fix their recipe yep. in my head and then I go to the, I leave restaurants I go to the grocery store and I go home and fix what I thought I should have got at the restaurant okay and yeah. it started with shrimp and grits at a uh, really really nice restaurant in Charleston that was disappointed with the shrimp and grits I come home, bought what I thought should be what went in shrimp and grits, yeah, and made it and made it for friends, and it's still my number one requested item. Wow, shrimp and grits. That's awesome. Yeah, um, and I, st- I mean, I get requests for it every week. And so, can you can you adjust or or yeah, I guess adjust recipes and things like by scent. Like, are you like yeah. able to be like, like I know what this one, like, I know, right. I know, yeah, and then so Don't you can adjust right. it basically. Yeah. I've yeah. always been baffled. I've seen people do this. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, this I is. Mean, I don't know what kind of sorcery you're using, know, and I don't know how it works. But right. I can smell it and go, it's not right. Yeah. Or I can just taste one little taste, and I'm like, okay, you need to add this. That's and amazing. That that may not even be what other people would put in it. Right. But I know that it needs something. That's fantastic. Have you have you gone back to that person? I was like, you know, you can get paid for this, and be like, hey man, are you like, I want you to know in this one passing comment that you changed the trajectory of my life. She was, she was a guest. She, she lives in uh, Tampa, Florida, and she was a guest of a friend of mine. And I've told him, and he was like, no, we can't talk to her anymore. But I was like, <laughs> but I would like to, I'd like to find her and be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. This is what happened yeah. just because of that. It's amazing. We never realize how sometimes those in those passing moments that one simple observation that you just say to somebody can completely change everything in their life. And even after that, I still worked at a full-time job right. for seven years while I was cooking and catering weddings up to six, seven hundred people, you know, doing hundred weddings a year. And I was still doing that, and it got to the point where I'd run out of vacation days. And so 
<laughs> it was either I got to quit this job yeah. or I got to quit catering. Yeah. And I did. I, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, so and, how did you make that decision? I mean, um, that's because there's a sense of security that you have probably with the previous. It was, I don't know if you've heard the, uh, the Steve Harvey, sometimes you got to jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you heard that whole? I'm vaguely familiar, yeah. Well, he, he's standing on stage. He's like, sometimes, you know, you got to jump. you got to trust your parachute. <laughs> and the first the first time, the parachute may not open, but you still got to trust the parachute. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I talked it over with friends. <laughs> and he's like, what are you scared of? you got this. You've got all these events booked up. And, I mean, you got to trust yourself. And so... I jumped. Yeah. And one year after I jumped, I bought Hames Hall. One year after? One year after, I was sitting in here, and I'd signed the papers on this building exactly one year after I jumped. This And this hall is gorgeous. This is amazing. It's a 7,000-square-foot plantation on 25 acres. It is literally, we were talking about this before we started, and it's like when I pictured Savannah and I pictured weddings in Savannah, like this is the epitome of what you're looking for. If you're looking for a southern wedding feel, this is the nothing embodies it more than this this thing you said it best you're like there is that is what this is you pull up into it and you're like this is a wedding venue. this is a wedding venue this is and there's, there's unmistakably nothing else, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> so many together and we're just like we want we, we need a space of our own we need a space of our own it makes so, so much we, sense we started looking and we pulled up and i'm like Oh my! And I mean, and it, and it was overgrown and needed so oh, much work gosh. by that point. But I'm still like, I climbed those stairs, that mm-hmm. staircase, and I'm like, um, I, what needs to happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? How do we get from where we're right now to, yeah. to being the coolest? Coolest part is is I we worked I worked six months trying to work with the real estate agent sure. to get it, and finally I was just like done and. After they wouldn't accept any of my offers, of course. I mean, I look kind of weird anyway, but it was like this guy got no money or whatever, whatever <laughs> the reason was, yeah. they wasn't giving me a, a, a time of day. Interesting. And the real estate agent called me uh, sometime in June or July of 2017 and said, Hey, I've got an offer on the, 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 the hall. He said, Would you be interested? And I was like, Yeah. And they had offered it to me for a hundred thousand dollars less than my first offer and i was like oh and so i went and looked at the offer and i was like tell them no and we'll go a hundred thousand dollars less and he said no you're gonna piss these people off and they're not gonna sell it to you at all and i said just make a verbal offer and let me know and the next day he called me he said hey you want this house come sign the papers on it and i went and signed the papers on it like i had that much money (laughs) and I had all the papers in, in, I mean, in my possession. And I'm going, okay, now what? And I went to a little Mexican joint, and I was sitting there eating, going, all right, what's my next move? And I saw a banker guy that I knew, I don't have an account with him. Yeah. And I sat down with him, and I said, listen, this is what I want to do. And I showed him the, uh, the signed paper that I had, and he looked the house up on his phone, and his first comment was, is the house haunted or is it on an Indian burial ground? There's got to be something wrong with this house if right. you got it for this price. Yeah. And I said, there's nothing wrong with it. He said, 
I'm going to come look at it. And he actually drove out here with his daughter and looked at it. And we were talking. He said, now, you're going, you want to do a wedding venue here, and you're going to be the exclusive caterer, and you've got an exclusive florist. And I said, yeah. He said, okay. And he asked his daughter, would you get married here? And she said, yeah. And about after a day, day and a half, he called me. He said, I'll give you the money. And his daughter got married here six months later. Get yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. People don't realize that that, that happens more than you think on the business side. Like The limitations that we put on the possibilities are far in excess of what actually happens. Yeah. Like that that interaction between him and his daughter was the most significant thing. Like the <laughs> right. movement between right. you getting this place and not getting it. Yeah, if she'd have pulled up, she'd have like, it's stupid. Mm, I'm not feeling it. I probably yeah. wouldn't. We would have no. been looking for it. And this is them. They were they were pulling up, like you had said, Jackie, when they, yeah, they, uh, pulled, up. they pulled up and it's it's – Oh, like it's overgrown, right? And it's not in the condition that yeah. it's in now. Right. And so even then, even in its probably like its worst state, it still just imbues that that gorgeousness, that yes. that southern soul. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, how long have you guys uh, had this now? Uh, we've had it since September 2017. We opened for business January 1st, 2018. Okay. And so the first year we did 15, 16 weddings out here. This okay. year we're 23, 24 weddings out here. 12 weddings booked for 2020. Okay. And I think we've got one booked for 2021. That's incredible. So, yeah. And so I'm imagining, how did you work it before you had your own as like plantation like this like how well, did we, we still do a lot of weddings outside oh, okay you're, you're yeah. still okay yeah. you're not exclusive no, not you are the exclusive for caterer and florist for here but for you here. also we're still also, doing our own thing yeah oh that's awesome so i've still got my own little shop in downtown statesboro and i probably meet with three to five brides a week and i do them anywhere from Savannah, I mean, I'll go almost anywhere, but sure. now that we've added this onto the calendar, it's kind of like, all right, so I can't go to Charleston and I can't go to St. Simon's that weekend. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but I'll go to Savannah and I try to stay more local, but yeah, it's, we just add it into the mix. It's like, okay, Good. we got one at Hames at four o'clock. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just on, on the it's list. Just on, just on the, the list. list. Yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Is there any sort of, are you looking to try to shift more of it? Like to, does it make, I'm assuming it makes it easier for you guys to do it here potentially? It is a lot easier because we've, we've done so much at other venues that we know everything about this venue. Right. And we know everything about the other venues, but it's easier here because we made it easier when we renovated it. Yeah. So I know you're renovating it with that in mind. Sure. I renovated it as a wedding venue in mind. A lot of barns are built with horses in mind. (laughs) So they didn't build them to be a wedding venue. So there's no heat, there's no air, there's no kitchen, there's no warmer, there's no refrigerator, there's no stuff like that. I've got a second kitchen in there with a food warmer, with refrigerators, washer dryer. I mean, just, just a whole nine yards of what a caterer needs. Yeah. A separate building for what she needs as a florist. We've got her a uh, cooler Studio. in the back studio. Oh, I mean, we got we got it. We built it for us as yeah. a venue, as a venue. So it's got and it has the ability to to continue to house you as you as you grow and develop and mature in this place, but not you're still able to do your 
on oh, separate and maintain. Yeah. yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like, but also, I'm assuming that you're probably of a kindred spirit with Shug when it comes to uh, not being nestled down into one one thing. Like the fact that you would get so many different events to do, <laughs> I'm sure, it kind of feeds that. Um, yeah, it. Um, but I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years at this point. I right. like what I do. It has to be creative and artistic. Yes. I like doing this, but I also like seeing other venues and having a different point of view. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not really. I don't. I don't like being pinned into the season's colors. Like. Burgundy and blush. Burgundy and blush. Yeah. That's been the same colors now for two and a half, three years. And I, feel I get like, it. <laughs> I feel like I've done the same bouquet about oh, 200 yeah. times at this point, but it's what they want and the colors do mesh well. So I'm like, okay, you know, here we go again. There's only a certain amount of flowers that come in these colors. That's a fair point. So they all kind of look the yeah. same to me. So in here, it's it's kind of it's a little bit different for me also because i do know the property so well so a lot mm -hmm. of brides come to me with well where do you think we should do this and i'm like okay here are your options you can do it here you can do it there and and i can tell them the way that i like the flow sure. set up and they kind of oh yeah 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 that makes sense i didn't think of it that way so i kind of give them that a different sense. perspective on it yeah yeah and i mean the fact that you've that like you said that you've run through it and, and it's been used as that i mean you've You've seen and you've worked out the kinks. We know, know what what works really, really well, and we know what bombs really, really. Yeah. well. So we, <laughs> right. we've done it. We've done it several ways, and yeah. this works the best way. Right. How does the creativity side impact you when it comes to? Because I'm sure, like the catering, and can can you can fall can, into the same traps where it's like, all right, we're doing the same doing, kind of sliders doing, or whatever. We're doing the slider bar. Yeah. Except we do it with potato salad instead of pasta salad right. or we're doing the shrimp and grits and baked chicken and green beans green beans is almost a constant yeah because people are afraid and i do everything from bacon wrapped asparagus to multicolored fingerling potatoes mm -hmm. but people are scared that their guests are not going to like but they know everybody's going to eat mashed potatoes and green beans yep yeah so it's just that they're they were worried about what the guests want. Mm -hmm. And I try to tell the bride and groom to fix themselves a meal, customize a menu for them. I don't have any set menus at all. I okay. sit down with the bride and groom and we go over what their favorites are. Okay. But it always ends up with, well, I know they were eat green beans. Yeah. And, so you yeah. Get that. and I mean, I have done like tomatoes and rice or black eyed peas and rice okay. and butter beans and peas sure. and collards and stuff like that but it usually goes back to macaroni and cheese mashed potatoes and green beans have you what's the what's like the most liberal somebody's been with you guys when it comes to like your creative ability like you know what like i trust you like make me a bouquet i get that a lot I'll do you really use my colors i've seen what you do i've been on your page I don't care. Just, yeah. just make it. I, yeah, 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 exactly. Like I've day. seen your work. I trust you. I, sure. I, but I, I want some direction. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It, okay. It, it, that scares me more so than anything else. <laughs> yeah. Having too much. Yeah. yeah too much like, liberty. Oh, I, I don't I, want any direction. I, I, get I, I could see. I could actually see that being. That actually makes sense in my head. That it would work, like counter for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Like for you, too much creative 
leeway is i mean you can really and go I, down a, a different right road. i'm i'm out there i won't i mean i'm yeah. gonna pick me these colors and i'm gonna be like all right so these are my colors this week to my wholesaler yeah. and he knows what i like i want mm-hmm. these funky things and this and i'm all about texture sure and, you know give me some of those proteas and things like that and then she'll be like what is this right here well what? no no i wanted something soft and flowy but but you didn't tell me that yeah you just said go with it so i tell them to get on pinterest and go crazy yeah I'm like, just I, and i'm like and it doesn't have to be any certain bouquet that you particularly want i said because i can't recreate that i'm like you can't paint the mona lisa twice true that's I, fair and even bouquets that i do i'm like i can't recreate that that's how i was at that state of mind and that's sure. what i did i can try to get close to it mm-hmm. but i can get the general spirit and the feel of it back again but that bouquet is not coming back right it's not you're a different yeah. bride you're a different size you're yeah. a different shape yeah. you don't need her bouquet you need one of your yeah. own yep. so you need to find and I'm like, get 10 to 12 pictures that you like. Yeah. And I pick things and I see things out of each one that they maybe they don't realize that they like. The oh, shapes, yeah. the greenery, the textures, certain flowers. And I'm that like, all sense. right, she likes this because she's pinning it into different ones. So right. I'm this go is with the, this. Yeah, this is the kind of consistent theme that I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm able to pull. That makes sense. And yeah. the pen, I would think it would be a little bit easier. If somebody told me to just fix something, I would, I would love that. Like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. But, but, but at the same time, like, with the likelihood that it's going to happen for her, I still, yeah. for you, just I, let me go. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. I would prime rib, skewered shrimp, stuff flounder. I'd be all over that. Mm-hmm. But I get the, this is what we're going to do. And, and I kind of come up with a, a little slogan that I like to say, I would like to do, but it would probably scare people off. Yeah. It's uh, order what you want, eat what you get. <laughs> and I don't think people would like that. <laughs> so, but I, I, I mean, I have had people come to me and say, okay, I want shrimp and grits and the rest is up to you. I know I want the shrimp and grits okay, and some type of pork and some couple of vegetables and just go with it oh that's and awesome so, i mean yeah. i'm good with that yeah because i will do something a little funky and, that seems like a good middle ground we're like I, yeah. I know the thing that i want it almost goes to what you were saying yeah. that like i'm gonna tell you what i want yeah. you know like i know what i want to eat at my wedding yes and and i know that i want uh you know i want some vegetables and i want some other meats like just yeah. make that happen. just make that happen <laughs> i don't yeah. want to pick it out or the bride will come to me and say uh, i know he wants this mm-hmm. i don't care i'm not gonna be able to eat anyway and nine times out of ten, the bride and groom don't eat at all anyway. And so, but they know what they want their guests to have. Mm-hmm. So, I try to make it happen. And then, yeah. of course, she makes all my food pretty with the flowers oh, on the table. Oh, that's what a, what a quite funny view in the thumb. Yeah, you know, that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Like, the way, that, the way that those specific things tie in together. I make yeah. them makes pretty. Sense. Yeah. A lot of times, <laughs> they'll just be like, here's my platters. And I'm like, all right, I need this, 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 and this, and this. I need a couple risers and just... Bring them to oh, me. Be- yeah. A lot of times, too, he'll bring them to me beforehand. Yeah. Or I'll go to the restaurant and I'll pick out what we got and what we want. How many platters do I need? And I'll go pick them out or bowls mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I go set it up and then they just fill it. And it's covered with greenery and flowers. And I'll have something big in the middle. And- sure. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It works out. Yeah. I dig it. I like yeah. that. It's a, like I said, it's a good balance again. Yeah. It is. Um, so a little bit more on, like, I guess, the generalized business side of things. So, I mean, it's if you're... Your primary jobs are both based around weddings right now, yes. right? Correct. Okay, yeah. so that's seasonal. No, no. Is it? Is it? Are you guys getting them year round? Year round. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was thinking, like, how do you balance that time? If you're if you're getting eighty percent, seventy five percent during yeah, spring. There used to be. There used but, to be a season. Okay. There used to be. I I, I mean I remember working 
from March to say May, June, then mm-hmm. July, August, July. right? Yeah, yeah. And then it would pick back up September through sure. November. Yeah. But now we we have them January through December. Oh my I've goodness. Got, three in December already and I think you got some in January and February. July and January are the two slowest months for me. Normally January I may have one or two. Okay. Which is a really, really slow month mm-hmm. for me. But it's kind of everybody just got engaged, so that's my I'm booking them. I got you. So you're you're leaning forward. The work is still there. Yeah. It's just, just you're not the events the aren't books. occurring. Right. I got right. It. But this coming up twenty twenty mm-hmm. it's it's going to be nonstop. Wow. This is my first year that I'm going into it where almost every weekend in January, actually, I'm almost all the way booked up until mid-March. And these are with, like, weddings. Well, actual weddings yeah. that you are booked with. Oh, yes. my goodness. So it's what a phenomenal problem to have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, I'm kind of excited because as a flower yeah. shop, I may not have to do Valentine's Day this year. And I'm like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> People calling you up are like, no, I actually can't, uh, I can't take yeah. that order. I don't have to today. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When you get to choose when you're in a position, like that's the dream of, any, of anybody in any industry is yeah. like when you're providing a specific type of service to be able to deny, to not have to fill in everything, yes. you know, like, no, no, no I'm, I'm choosing the and exact started, events that I want. We started doing that as, yeah. as a, I guess as a team. I don't want to cook for anybody, not unless it's more than 50 people. Okay. So if I've got people to call me and want me to do something for 10, 15, 20 people, I turn it down and send them somebody else. I'll tell them to go to Subway and get a platter. But <laughs> it, it, it just, it's not worth my time no. to cook for 20 people. Sure, yeah, with the and, amount of time that you're going to have to yeah. put in, because there's there's a baseline, I'm assuming, that with any where event money. where yeah. you're going to, that is required regardless of the number, right. it's going to take you out of your ability to to serve a 300-person wedding right. to serve the 25. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. And so and even with Jackie, she'll, somebody will call them on a $30-day bouquet, a $30 bouquet, and she's like, eh, I got to spend 40 to get this flower in. So Was there working. a transit, like, was there a period of time when you guys were operating even before oh, yeah. you were good together where you were like, no, I'll take anything? I'll take yes. five yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> You want me to cook for you? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, one person. Yeah. So, was there a, like a conscious moment, like a shift when you were like, or was it just kind of a natural transition? Like, I'm getting too many requests for like the big events for me to consider this, or was it like something that you more of a philosophical internal discussion? Like, you know what? Like, I really want to invest the time into the bigger events. Uh, yeah, I think it was the bigger events. You you, you have a more pro- a bigger profit margin. Yeah, because you really have to order the same food whether it's a hundred people or twenty people. Yeah, to stick with the quality of food that you're used to, you to stick with the quality of food. You can't run to a Walmart or a Publix or something like that no. when you when you used to get the stuff from a wholesaler. It, it's just not the same. No, and I don't want to work off of what I built up to just tear it down for 20 people. Yeah. So I was like, it's not worth it. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do it. If you, if you got 50 people, I'll do it. And yeah. it just got to where the point where I was looking at the numbers and it just didn't make sense. Yeah. And if I can't make money off of it, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? I'm like at the end of the day, like, yes, I enjoy doing this, but yeah. I still, I have, I got bills to pay. Bills. <laughs> I, I, I got to feed myself. Right. Exactly. And that's what it comes down to. And to me, it was kind of the same thing. It was, um, so yeah, you want this birthday bouquet to be delivered by two o'clock. I'm, I don't want to stress over 
trying to find the flowers that they want in this bouquet for $30 when yeah. I have to spend a $100 minimum to get them to deliver to me or I got to drive to Savannah. So I'm going to spend two, three hours of my day trying to make a $30 bouquet and then still have to buy the flowers and then come back and deliver it. And I'm just like, it's because a lot of times I would have, I, I over order for weddings because just in case I'm a just in case kind of girl, I'm going to yeah. order you know, an extra bundle of everything that I need, sure. but then I also work off of that for the rest of the week. So if anybody okay. calls and orders anniversary bouquets or whatever, I know I have hydrangeas and roses and this and this and this, I can put something together. But if you call and order something, you know, you want sunflowers? Well, I didn't have a sunflower wedding and you know, they're an hour away and yeah. it, it's not worth it for me to go down there for $30. You want to spend 100 and, 120, 150, then I'll be more than happy to. Yeah. But, I, I can't spend that much time on a $30 bouquet. And I'm completely opposite. Uh, in my past engineering stuff, I was a lean engineer, so it was do more with less. Right. And so instead of, I ordered just enough. Right, right. And so if I got to feed 100 people, I order enough for 100 people. And that's it. There may be food left over, but it all gets cooked. Right. It all gets delivered. And if you got food left over, take it home with you. But I ordered just enough. At the end of every Saturday, my freezer and refrigerator are completely empty. Oh, wow. So I have no overstock of anything. So if I have somebody call me on Sunday afternoon and say, hey, I need this for 50 people on Tuesday, you're out of luck, man. Yeah. I need I need week. I need a week or two notice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I order enough for every week, and I'm out of it. That's it. It's I love the fact that you have very different, <laughs> but at the same time, like it, to me, it's just an, an example that there isn't a right way to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like there there's a right way for you. Like if you tried to operate Suge under Jaggy's mentality, that's probably just going to add more stress into your process and your your yeah and then what your food exactly exactly and then so that's going to affect everything that you do in a, in a negative fashion yeah. you know and so so you found your way to do it and so and just to those people that are looking to start doing their own thing like you don't you can listen to people and you can you can take advice from everyone but i mean you you got to find how yeah. you work like what works right in your head because if you're not if you don't have that comfort zone of, of having the extras there yeah. and you need that to go into the event and into planning and everything to have that sense of calm and security going into it then and you don't do it like good luck like right. you're gonna freak out the, you're gonna lose your mind the weather affects it tremendously i mean there's many times i'm sitting 14 feet up in the air on a ladder and i'm looking at all these roses or hydrangeas down below me that are dying because it's 95 degrees outside that's and, so real that's so yeah. real and i'm like it's a good thing that i ordered 20 more and i brought yeah. them all with me because these look horrible sure and these are soaking and these look good so we're yeah. gonna pull them out and we're gonna use these and absolutely I have to be prepared just in case because I don't do, I mean, I do everything that I can do the day before mm -hmm. I do it. But I mean, any kind of arbor or any kind of installation like that, I do on site because I learned yeah. really quick like that they're going to tell you it's six feet tall and five feet wide. But when you get there, yeah. it looks uh, nothing yeah. like what they <laughs> sure. explain to you. Of course. And you're like, I made this and it, it, it doesn't fit and it looks chintzy. But I didn't bring any other flowers to make it look better, and I'd walk away going, 
uh, I hope they like it. Oh, yeah. no, this is their wedding. Yeah, yeah. So now I just bring all my stuff and I bring a wagon and I climb a ladder and I'm just up there until I make it to where I think it's pretty. That's awesome. What was the the most fun or like the when you got done like with an arbor specific? I'm like I'm envisioning these, and part of this is selfishly for my own wedding. So, <laughs> but uh, like, what was the coolest one that you did that you remember that you walked away locking like, wow, that was that was good. Um, I don't know. There's been so many. I, yeah. There was one that I did at this um this hunting lodge, Beaver Creek, and it's out way way out in the middle of nowhere, and it's huge. It's 14 by 14 feet up in the air. I mean, you're oh, way up there. And it's wow. railroad cross ties. Yeah. yeah. And it's, That's huge. It's huge. I mean, like when I say I'm on a ladder most of the day, I'm yeah. on a ladder. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, it's I'm not, not a little ladder. That's no, a big I'm ladder. I'm up there and I'm leaning and I'm hanging and I'm poking. And it's normally just me because somebody can't come up there and help me hand stuff. Of so course. they're handing me stuff from the bottom. And so they wanted this almost this whole entire thing. I mean, they show me this picture of what they wanted, and I'm like, this arbor's really big, and I don't think that you really want to pay what they want this thing covered with. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm going to give you this amount, and I just want you to go to town on it and do what you can. And I walked away, okay. and I'm like, this is really, really pretty. To me, it was still wasn't enough. You're okay, right. But I spent four hours on the ladder that oh, day. I think what she's saying thing. is, with an unlimited budget... <laughs> You can have a really kick-ass armor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I can see those things, like, stack yeah. up really yeah. quickly. But I'm also a simple girl where, like, for me, the prettiest one that I've ever done didn't have any flowers at all on it. Really? It was fabric. Oh, and interesting. I... And so was this I like a, a was this like an archway that was it was a tree it was okay a tree oh branch. oh and fantastic as a matter of fact I redid it for our wedding did you really it was a tree branch at the botanical gardens here and it was white chiffon and I just took it and I draped it over the tree branch and it came down and I'm like and it just it blew and billowed in the wind oh and gosh, it was that's... soft and it was it was absolutely perfect and I'm like. Sometimes this, the simplest is exactly. It's simple. There is, there's a grace that comes yes. with simplicity that doesn't happen when you're going. And, and I mean, it, and it just depends on what kind of feel you're going for. You know, like if, if you are gregarious and you want that big showmanship, then that's not going to work. And that's yeah. and that's okay. You know, you you have your you have your right. you know what? Pay Jackie. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yep. I, I redid it for ours and I, I actually found the tree and I'm like, I wanna do it underneath this tree and yeah. I'm like, I, I see just fabric and that's yeah. it. I don't wanna put flowers on it. I don't want any flowers in the ceremony besides the one in our hands and that's it. That's all we had. Just the white chiffon, 50 yards of white yeah. chiffon. It was really cool. It was really, really cool. That's awesome. But we did a lot of stuff for our wedding that most people don't do. So we had a marching band. Get yeah. out. You had a marching we band at your wedding? marching band. Oh. Uh, we had a tattoo so parlor awesome. set up in this room. Did people get tattoos yeah. at your wedding? 15, yeah. 16 people get tattooed. Oh, my God. That's uh, so awesome. So, yeah, it was a cool wedding. That, we <laughs> that is really cool. Uh... We, we, served, we had a lot of candy, so we had somebody make cookies for us. We had somebody make cheesecake, cake, oh, so cool. cupcakes. 
We had a pie bar. We had a cotton candy machine. Oh my god! (laughs) This is amazing. This is like the best like carnival, (laughs) but like carnival New Orleans thing. Yeah, Yeah. it was awesome. We had gone to Mardi Gras like the year before, Mm -hmm. and he had never been. And his favorite part of New Orleans was sitting on Bourbon Street and seeing the Second Line wedding parades. Loved it, absolutely yeah. loved it. And That's so what I, I was wanted. like, yeah. Here, I'm like, and I it sounds like you did a really that. good job of recreating. Yeah, sure. So I'm like, I hounded the GSU jazz band for five months. I'm like, this is what I need. Who do I need to talk to? I have to get this done. How did you pull that? How did you so get that? We actually, here? we have two courtyards on either side, and so people would gather here and out in the front. And we had the Georgia Southern Marching Band on the other side, so right. nobody really saw them. So did, nobody even knew that this was going to Nobody really knew. <laughs> so when we actually got married, we had we sent out two separate invitations. We sent out an invitation to the ceremony, and we sent out an invitation to the reception. Okay. So the people oh, that went so to smart. the ceremony, which is about 40 people, they lined up with the marching band. And they were and, our parade people with the handkerchiefs oh, behind them. And so you got... And so yes, all the yes. other guests, the reception, were out in the front yard. And so after the ceremony, we walked out the front door and people were like, hey, there they are. But nobody knew they was just the reception. Right. They thought, okay, there they are. But why are they dressed like that? Right. And then the band comes around, marches through the front, we would step down and go around the drive and lead the marching band. So you were you were the we were obviously the you were the lead. You're in the we had front. the umbrellas and yeah. we did the play <laughs> when the Saints go marching in and we did the whole parade. Everybody was behind and we all and our goal our motto our little theme I guess was till death. So we had all the handkerchiefs embroidered with till death and. With, the, with all, the date. With the mm-hmm. date, and they all danced behind us as we did our little parade, and then we paraded right back to the front of the house, and then we went straight into our first dance. And we had live, we had oh local musicians all night long. We, had, we, had, so we were just, we didn't have a list. We're like, hey, y'all just play, y'all get together, y'all jam yeah. band it out. We don't yeah. care. So, so there couldn't have been nothing else going on in Statesboro because we had every <laughs> local musician yes. at our wedding. This is where it was they happening. Played, yes. They played at our wedding, yeah. and it, they just traded out. Oh, yeah. and awesome. So everybody got to have fun. Nobody really had to work. And yeah. it was just a jam session. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I like, it's so cool. I, I could see it going either way where you're like, listen, we do these wedding things all the time. Like, <laughs> we're good on it. Like, whatever. We see it. It's, but, <laughs> yeah. We see, what, we see what all the stuff and we. We want to take it up a notch. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That was the direction that he you went. Wanted to. I wanted. I wanted to elope. <laughs> like you said, that we see it. We see it. I'm like, can we just uh, go Costa Rica? Let's yeah, go to Vegas, yeah, yeah. and one of them will just take. Can we off get Elvis? Like I've always heard. <laughs> midget, midget Elvis. Oh my yes. god. We actually tried to hire a freak show out of Las Vegas to come here to do oh the wedding. God, of course, you and did. They, they're they're very expensive. I don't yeah. know if you do or not. I um, would I would I didn't know that. I didn't know. But I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was thinking maybe a thousand dollars act or something like that. No, they're five thousand dollars act. Oh my! And then we just yeah. an act. An act. Yeah. 
So the bearded uh, ladies. The bearded ladies. Five and they're from. And they're from. from and so they're Vegas. coming from Vegas. So do yeah. you have to, I'm assuming you have. To, does you that have five grand to, to pay to get them? You got to pay them to get out of here and put them up in a hotel room. And so then I was like, you know what? I would really like a little person just to walk around and hang out with people. So we went on a search. And I found one. I found one in in Miami and. Almost had him, but then he has a handler. There's a little person handler that you got to pay for too. Shut up. Yeah, and then the lady in Vegas that I kept talking to, she was like, "You really don't want to deal with the little people." There's so many shows about the little people now. And the little people think they're better than what they are. And they're more expensive. And it, I mean, it went on. And I'm talking to agents about this. And There's a little people pedestal. Yeah, just you, guys, you just don't know about it. And I was like, "Are you serious, man?" So we we didn't get a little person like I wanted, oh, damn. and I, I think that was the only thing I didn't really get that I wanted. But I really, really wanted one. So for our anniversary, we're going to Vegas. And we're going yes. to get married. So we're going to renew our vows. Yes. Bye. Bye. A little Elvis. Oh my God. <laughs> so we're getting the wedding that I. Oh, originally... it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, right. You're it finding was... a way, you know. And yeah. you know what? It left something. It left something to be done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I we're going to fix that. Sure. We can get it all on one day. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we really wanted more. I wanted I wanted people <laughs> on stilts <laughs> you walking around. The I know. I'm like, we, yeah, I wanted we people on stilts and I wanted fire breathers, but then the stilts people couldn't walk in the grass because we had the oh, whole reception yeah. on the lawn. Okay. I set the whole lawn up like a ballroom, and it was just nobody. The only thing that was inside of the house or was the tattoo parlor. I'm like, I want everybody outside underneath the stars dancing, having a nice yeah, night. Yeah, sure. Enjoying the evening. Because, I mean, that's the biggest ballroom that you could possibly think of is that oh, lawn yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was all out there, and I'm like, but people on stilts are going to get caught in the trees. And then the fire yeah. breather is going to catch the, cheese, the trees on fire. So Very likely. So on the cobblestone, and yep. I'm like, I don't really want them in the front, though. I want her walking around and dancing. Like in and in a mix. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Talking, yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, ain't, I ain't paying $200 an hour for her to be... I mean, because I was thinking, I want circus. I want, I want aerial artist hanging. Yeah, like, like, yeah, with the ribbons going yeah, down with I'm the like, rings I want and shit. Everything. Yeah. I'm like, we can't have that, so yeah. we're just gonna have to. Just kind of tag it. Go. Up. We'll go yeah. see Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elvis. we'll finally get it. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Um, I remember I was on the first time I ever saw uh, any sort of fire art was actually in tandem with some sort of wedding ceremony and it was I was in Indonesia walking on the beach and I was it was Bali yeah. and so like like the place like if you're gonna go get married like in abroad like the, you go to Bali right yeah and so I was there and I was walking I was working there and I'm, I'm just walking from one hotel to another and I just see these people twirling fire on the beach and I saw like the people like you know in the suits and dresses I was like oh oh my god this is really happening right now and I'm like oh yeah. Why limit yourself? You know, yeah. what I mean? like why yeah. limit anything when it comes like if you have you can do the means you exactly. Your just only limit is your mind. Yep. Yeah. And, and your wallet. And your wallet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what we we kind of got a little. We were like, oh, we we might need to tame back a little yeah. bit, just yeah. a little. Yeah. I don't really want to pay this person two hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. <laughs> just to come walk around. Yeah. Well, I like the idea too of like if the, with those other pieces of being able to lean forward like the little Elvis for the next one, and yeah. then like potentially fire performance in the future oh, yeah. I actually know people at least one person relatively local in Savannah that does mm-hmm. firework yeah. and she's yeah. got a whole community I'm sure that yeah. you guys are like the oh, pixie yeah. oh. the pixie something or another there's yeah okay the pixie. yeah 
Pixie dust, pixie. I talked. To, I had spoken with somebody. Yeah, so you, you, you're you're gone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I'd actually contacted them about coming. They gave me this whole entire list oh, of okay. stilts, and we can do this, and we can do that. These are the prices to get them out there. And if you want them in crazy costumes, it's this much. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness. And then they had people with hula hoops and all kinds yes. of stuff. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it was a whole That's little awesome. community. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yeah. It's like it's very niche. Yeah. It's very like they exist yeah. and and they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, but and they get paid. They yeah. do. Yeah. They do. No, I didn't realize like the full extent of everything that's involved with that, like the yeah. type of clothes that they wear, mm-hmm. like the fire retard. I'm like, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Not wearing cotton. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't even want to set the house on fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that worth it in the end? And then, and then even the trees and everything. Like we, were, this is actually still a business. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with um with this, I I was thinking about when you were talking about you know how you choose events and everything and how you started um, being a little bit more selective, especially with the size and when you're being paying attention to what money's coming mm-hmm. in and what's worth your time. Um, is the idea of expanding like? personnel specifically like adding people into your niche has that ever come up for you as a real consideration our our end goal is to only work here okay um, yeah to so to slowly but surely like kind of cut off the yeah, the external uh yeah. venues that you're right. doing at and bring it all home bring it all here uh of course i mean the, the end goal is to have this booked every weekend okay and cook once or twice a week just here got it and it may be five or six years out sure but i'm getting older and i'm getting tired and that's real this is this is my retirement so if i could just be here that would i'd be okay with that yeah but at this point i've still got to yeah you gotta work i've got to to work yeah so um not really bring anybody else on. I'm good with where I'm at now. Sure. And just the idea isn't to expand what you're doing and grow an empire. It's it's looking at your future and, right. and building. And I guess that kind of goes into one of the baseline questions that I always ask everyone is like how you define success. It's it's almost like you kind of said it right there, but just to get more specific and I ask you directly. So at the end of the day, at the end of your life, when you're looking back at what you've done and when you're reflecting back what needs to have happened for you to be like, yeah, like I feel, I feel like I did what I wanted to do. Like I, I proceeded with the actions and accomplished those things. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I started with just working an everyday job, and then I do what I want to do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I've got like four or five part-time jobs. Yeah. And buying this was sort of the the main goal. Any wedding vendor wants their own venue yeah so that was a huge hurdle there just getting your own venue absolutely and then getting it to where everybody talks about it and getting it booked every weekend uh and only catering here and it's still being known right i guess that's that's kind of the legacy part of it yeah it's kind of twofold because it don't it don't matter really what i do right now Everybody in this area knows this as Dr. Hames' old house. Okay. So it's Dr. Hames' house. Yeah. When I when I talk to people in Claxton, Georgia, I don't say Hames Hall, the wedding venue. I say Dr. Hames' old house, and they go, "Oh, I know what that's it." Wow. But nobody has an idea of where the wedding venue is around here. Okay. So once it gets to 
Hames Hall wedding and event venue, if people know where that's at, yeah, I feel like that'll be a huge success just in and all. Sure. And yeah. it seems like it's something that happens over time. You know, as you get yeah. more and more people, especially in the community, um, it doesn't feel like a very transient area. You know, and so like the it's a more lot of old money and right, exactly. A lot of and so the money. more you events that you're pulling in and you're doing and everything, and you're familiarizing people, like those people that become familiarized, yeah, they like they're they're around, and then they're able to talk about it and just keep spreading and growing. And I mean, it already seems like the number of events from yeah. day one when you started to now yeah. is significantly right. growing. It is. It so really is. it seems like you're on track. Do you, do you actually, like, you sit down and, like, kind of game plan? Like, you said, I mean, I love that you have a realistic view, like, like this might not happen for five or six years before we get to where we want to be, right. where we're exclusively doing venue events out of here. But, um, like, do you, do you have, like, benchmark goals where you're like, I want to I try to do this over the next 90 days or this in the next year, like, this is my, sh- my one-year goal we're, or whatever? We're getting there? Yeah. Uh, like, we sat down and talked today, and I was like, okay, I need you to do this and make me a list of five things that we've got to do for here, and I'll get it done. I love but it. up to like the first year, year and a half, it was we we got to do this yeah. just to stay alive. Sure. Yeah. How do we and, stay in here? Yeah. How do we stay <laughs> yeah. here for now? So let's book this. Let's book that. We've got to we got to have some money coming in. Mm-hmm. And so now we're still at we got to have money coming in. Of course. But. What do we need to do to make it better? Yeah. This is actually a really cool time to sit down with you guys because it's like you've been here just long enough to kind of get past that point where treading water isn't the primary task. Right. Now you're you're actually looking out on the the horizon of the sea. Yeah. And that's kind of where I come in because I'm talking to five brides, if not more, a week. And Mm -hmm. I deal with so many on a weekend that I'm like, I know what they want. I know exactly... And like today we had a discussion. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I want to do this and this and this, and I want to put a design here. And I'm like, it ain't about what you want. <laughs> I mean, it's real quick. I was like, oh, okay. It's not about what you want. It has to be neutral. This has to be a blank space for every bride to come in and picture what she wants to do. I get. I totally see where I would want to do the same thing. Like, I, like and to make this better i want i want to do these things but yeah. at the same time like there does she, it's important to have she that brings the bride perspective in yeah and i'm just going we need to fix this and this is what i think we need to do sure. she's like hell no that's not gonna work yeah. and i'm going <laughs> I think we need it this way and why? this way yeah. and this way and i'm telling you this is going to work if you do this and if you listen to me i'm going <laughs> to tell you it's going to make money like take the pine straw out of the courtyard over to the side and put pavers in or cement it in because yeah. that gives you a place for more cocktail tables mm. to transition into yeah. the dining room it's make so neutral it's so interesting to find that balance point of like of ideas ego and then where that where that collides with business doing well, like how how easy I'm thinking about it just for myself and, and what I do and like okay, how much do I want to like keep creative control and design? <laughs> you know what I mean? To the point where like is that negatively impacting my business? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. like, like if I if I go, exactly like <laughs> if I laid down and let it go a little bit more neutral and, and like created room for the business to grow outside of like. I want things to be this way. Yeah. You know, like how much better could things be if I, and I'm like, even at the end of it, I'm like, I don't even necessarily like this as much as right. if it would have been my way, but I'm, my, my, my income rate just like increased five. Right. Yes. And I, I will give ideas, but it's the whole thing is communication and talking. Yes. 
And so I'll tell her what I my plan, and she'll say, hmm. And I know that that's not the right plan. But I know it's a good plan, right. just not the way to execute it. Right. So she'll tell me what we need to do in the bride's eyes yes. to make it to where they like it and not where I like it. Well, the fact that you're can that you have you're able to have that, one, that you're able to have the conversation, you're able to have the hard conversations in real time, and I'm sure it doesn't work always as smoothly <laughs> as, you know, like we can look back in hindsight and be like, oh, yeah, and then it ended up working out okay because we agreed like over yeah. two weeks of an argument, you know, but um, but to be able to have that communication, to be able to clearly explain why, like the thought process behind, like maybe we don't do that because this is the impact, the, the potential impact, but then your ability, Shug, specifically to, to get that kind of critique or criticism and to be, and to be able to kind of release the grip I'm like yeah, okay I, I mean I, a lot of people come to me like I said earlier people come to me with problems and I, I do consider myself a problem solver yeah but I don't I, I really don't like people come to me with problems I won't tell people to tell me what we need to do to fix them I try I, I try to agree put more. the problem back on them and tell me how would you fix this yep. and then they just look at me like I'm crazy because they're like, well, I just come to you with a problem, but how would you fix it? Let's, yeah. let's figure this out together. Yeah. Well, because and the thing and is, the way that I'm going to go about fixing it may, like, it may not really be right, piss you off. I got an idea. <laughs> right. So I put it back on other people and go, okay, yeah. what, what would you do to fix this? And then they tell me something, and I'll, I try to stir them the right way yep. to where the way I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But then I give her the idea, and then she makes it way better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the with. beauty of having somebody who's who's in the same industry, but whose mind works completely different. Yeah. You know, and and especially is not just that it works completely different, because obviously, like we talked about that a little bit, and just your perspective with how you go and do an event. Right. Um, but with the different perspective of of the bride. Right, you know, I versus was the like, bride. I yeah. am yeah. the bride. I yeah. talk to them all the nonstop, yep. Yep. and that's who I deal with in my business. So I know exactly what they want, what they yes. hear, and I know what it, it, what to look for and what yeah. not to look for. And I'm here to make things pretty. It may not yeah. be logistically sound, and there's a lot of times I need to be weaned down a little oh, bit. Oh, of course, yeah, no, and that yeah. seems like, like with I your engineering this, background, I want this to happen, but. You know, yeah, it's not work. How, yeah. how, how do I do it? How, yeah. how, how can I? Zip lines I, from the roof? I don't know, man. I know, right? Maybe. That's kind of the way that it works. And we actually, we don't argue or anything like that. Okay. He'll come to me with, hey, I got this. Prime example was during our wedding. He said, I have a memory table. What about a memory of table? And I said, do you really want a table in the corner with a bunch of pictures and people are sad about it all night? Well, my my dad had just died and a niece of mine had just died. So I kind of wanted to have something for my mom there. Yeah. And didn't want to like, like not to neglect the serious things that just happened. Sure. So he had come to me with this idea and I'm thinking, I don't want a table that everybody's sad every time they pass by. This is a, a happy event. And there's lots of other people that have lost people there so i'm like and i think and i think and i think on it and i'm like the prettiest way that i can think of 
when somebody remembers somebody is in a Catholic church when they go to light a candle. Oh, it's something very oh, simple. Oh, so we have a fountain in the middle, and we base the whole entire reception around this fountain. Okay. So I'm like, instead of making it a sad moment, we need to make it a happy moment, and we need to put for those here in spirit, and I lined the whole entire thing with candles and lighters, so everybody could come and light a candle. So, smart. Yeah. so it's little things like that. Well, He'll come to me with something yeah. and I'm like, so we can do it this way and make it so much better where mm -hmm. it's different and it still shows who we are, yes. but it's pleasing to everybody. And the yeah. same thing with the venue. We can still make it pleasable. We just have to, and we can still put our spin on it. We just have we need to do it this way. Well, it's a cool way, too, for you. I mean, the way that you went about it, specifically with this situation, is that you didn't disregard, right. you know, yeah. what was important to him. Right. You know, like, this was this was a significant thing that, yes. you know, you mm -hmm. needed. And rather than be like, no, like, I'm not letting that depressing right. shit into no. my wedding. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. It was, it, yeah. it was like, important to yeah. him, and I'm like, you want it, I'll make it happen. Yeah. It's not a problem. I'm just going to figure out a different way to do yeah. it so right. it's not something sad. Because we do these all the time and they'll have a lantern on the chair with a boutonniere mm, or right. a picture somewhere and I'm like I don't want somebody being sad yeah. it's not a sad moment this is a happy rejoicing moment we need to well, yeah, go this goes, forth with that yeah this goes to exactly what you were just saying when it comes to like the the problem like when you're a solutions guy and a solutions based mm -hmm. person even in the conversations when people right. are coming to you with problems um, I like I, in the military I learned early on the expression of like how do we get to a yes yeah. You know, and I, and I yeah. love that. I'm okay. That that carries with me in my personal yeah. business on the side and everything, and in my personal life. Mm -hmm. I just I, when you were telling that story, like instantly, like not even a month ago, I had a situation come up in my office where somebody came in and was like, "I have this problem, and I'm not going to do this." And I was like, "And this is why." And it's because this didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yeah. "Cool." Like you just came to me with a list of problems and some pretty hard stops. Like this isn't going to happen. I'm like, so are you? Are you? I just want to know right now. Like, are you here not to assist in providing a solution for what's going on? And it, the, the, they stopped for half a second and they thought about it. And they straight up said they were like, "No, like I'm not going to help you come up." I was like, "Okay, you can you can leave now." Like, no disrespect. Right, like, yeah, it's cool, but like, don't, like stop talking to me right. because now I, on top of everything else that I was doing, I have this other problem that needs to be solved mm -hmm. that you're not helping with, and so us communicating anymore from this point forward is now wasting my time. That's right. So please get out of my way and let me solve the problem. Yep. And I felt like a jerk, and but at the same time I was like, no, like I yeah, just if you're not gonna help, please just get get the hell out <laughs> of the way. I'm very realistic. Yeah. And so some people take that as being an asshole, but it's just I'm just realistic, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you if you're looking for an honest answer. You better not come the guy. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give you the most honest yeah. answer I can. Yep. And people don't like that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's funny. I really, I truly believe that the people that ask for it, like that specifically ask for it, are the ones who absolutely do don't want it. <laughs> like, like, no, listen, I want you, I want you to be totally honest with me. Like, I have this idea for what I want for catering. Tell me honestly, as the, as like the expert, what do you think? You're like, like, oh, God. Here we go. My biggest thing that does not work ever is people want stations. We want a, mashed potato station in that corner we want a okay. carbon station in this corner yeah. we want fruit and vegetables over here and we want something in that corner never works you've got 
20,000 people lined up at a mashed potato bar because they think that's the beginning of the buffet. Right. And that's all the rest of these. That's what I would think. All the rest of these tables have nobody in them. <laughs> nobody knows what to do. <laughs> Uncle. Trying to get their tables. Yeah, Uncle Bubba <laughs> is going, where in the hell's the meat at? <laughs> After this. And they have no idea what they're doing. And I. I hate to say I proved a point at a wedding, yeah. But I, t- I told this bride every time I talked to her, I was like, "This this this does not work, right? Does not work." And I had five tables set up, all right, and it was something different on every table. And when they got ready to eat, the bride, come, I'm standing there, the bride come to me and she said, where do we start at? I said, I told you this shit didn't work. And her mama got so mad with me. But she was like, you have offended her. And I was like, I told her this shit wasn't going to work in the beginning. And but I had nobody this knew what yeah. to do because yeah. there's five tables of food and there's plates on every table. And then you got one guy walking around with a damn plate of cheese. Mm-hmm. And he's going, is this all we have Go to the next table, man. Like, you know, there's a whole other table. section of food. Yeah, and I mean, it does yeah. not work. Nobody yeah. knows what to do at stations. No, I, I, and mentally, when you're thinking about it and you're not physically in the space, I could see how like a lot of people want to naturally compartmentalize things. And you're yeah. like, oh, it would be so neat. neat. Not like not like interesting, oh, yeah, yeah, but like it's yeah, done yeah, neat and right. organized. And it you know? is. It looks and really it, cool. Sure. But nobody but knows functionally, how to do it. It, it logistically does not work. And it's one of those things that... Like arguments, even from somebody who is an expert, and I don't, I don't mean arguments. I, I mean like appeals to logic yeah. is what I mean by argument. Yeah. Um, don't work to people who are emotionally invested in something. Um, it's there's there's a sense of action, like they need to see it and feel it, and it's so hard to do that in it the is. planning phase of a wedding. Versus exactly what happened, and it gets to the well, point where you're like, oh, you're I watching it, it fail in the exact way that you said it was going to fail. They see it on Pinterest, and they're like, "Ooh, this is nice. That's, yeah, I'm this is do what that. I want." And I'm going, "I hate Pinterest <laughs> talk because, because because it does not work. Yeah. They don't show all the people standing around looking at each other, going, "What do we do?" Have you considered? I just thought about this now, and I don't know if it would work. But like, have you considered like having video of these like, when you know oh, something like that's gonna so fail? Awesome. Of being able to like <laughs> have it just so just it wouldn't be something that you would like publish. It would yeah. be something that you like when you're sitting down and you're you're talking out ideas. They're like, I want stations. You're like, listen, I will show you. I can show you how this fails. Yes. So that way, it's not just my word. Like, watch the people get confused. And don't think that so your confused. people are smarter than these people. No. <laughs> but it, they're it, humans. It gets so confusing that people, I mean, people literally stand there and look at each other, holding plates, and they're just looking at well, each other. Well, because, going, and the thing is, with do? weddings, like, th- some things are, like, sacred in the sense of, like, you're not supposed to touch certain things until certain times. Yeah. I don't even know half of it. And I've been to one, like, oh, no, no, you can't go over there yet. Like, we don't, where did it? Yeah. Well, how in the world was I supposed to know that? Right. Like, like we don't eat bread before we eat the grapes. Like, I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. What is happening right now? I don't know how this works, man. Yeah. Especially when it's broken up, because then you think that there might be some significance to yeah. that. Right. So it, exactly. it's, it's a cluster. Yeah. It really goes I can't bad. But it real happens, quick. It, it happens with a lot of stuff. Like, but it does I look had, good. I had a bride that I told she wanted fabric in the tree, like at my wedding. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And I said, with that tree, it's not going to work. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not gonna work. There is nothing you can do to make it work. The tree has no branch that goes over. The Got tree it. goes straight up. There's oh. no way to hang it. Yeah. 
but that's what I want. Well, you can keep on wanting it, but it's not going to look like you tree. want it to look. <laughs> yeah, choose tree. a different tree. No, we, we got to get married at this one. Well, it's not going to work. So the day of, the planner was to hang the fabric in the tree because I had opted out at that point because I'm like, that's not my circus, not my monkeys, not my job. Yes. Um, I Good told call. Y'all it wouldn't work. And then, of course, she got really upset because the planner just knotted the fabric in the middle of the tree and just let it hang down. And I'm like, I as, told y'all it anyway. wasn't going to work. I told yeah. you, I told the planner that it was not going to work. Yeah. It was going to look horrible. And now you're getting married in front of something that looks like a shower curtain. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's... We try to tell them. Try to save people from themselves. Yeah, yeah, but it's still their wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to, you want it, we'll do it. But yeah, I'm not yeah. telling you it's gonna look good. I mean, I want pictures of it when like, I'm done. But. It's it's. I'm not personally invested in keeping you apart from your vision. Yeah. You know, like if I'm doing it, it's because there's a reason. You know, yeah. it makes sense. But it's yeah. I could see from the flip it side. Gets, it's hard yeah, to it gets sometimes I'm here. We're just yeah. like it's. And we're telling you it's not gonna work, and that's yeah. just gonna be that. You need to pick yeah. something else. I can do something, and I try to give them. I'll you find try it. to find that way to the yes. Yeah, options. sure. Options. Yeah. options. We can do this instead, or yeah. I can do it like this, but I can't do it to where you're going to have that perfect little drape and you're going to be standing under it. You right. have to have a branch that comes over like an arch so I can do it and hang down. And yep. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to climb 50 feet up in the air for you. I'm doing it. I have limitations, all right? Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah, you're, exactly. I'm like, no, you're not paying me enough for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for um, to get to the point where we could wrap this up and I'll let you guys go on your night, um, if you had other people in the industry uh, that are looking, that are interested in catering food or, or getting into the floral business, like what what piece of advice? I mean, because you, you both are have received at least a modicum of success at this point and you're doing very well for yourselves i mean you purchased this amazing beautiful plantation in savannah or in the georgia area so for somebody that's like struggling or even just considering breaking into that industry and leaving taking that leap like what if you could go back and talk to the past self of you at that time before the leap and just be like hey keep this in mind you you gotta trust you gotta trust in yourself because I was, I mean, I was really struggling with, am I going to be okay? Yeah, I mean, I got to take care of me. Yeah. I, you know, I got to take care of the house. I've got to take care of, I'm, I'm going to be paying my own bills out of, out of what I'm doing. Do you trust yourself enough to do it? And that was, I mean, it was, that was the struggle with me is I was in my own head. And I got to looking at my calendars and I was like, you know what, my first year I only did 10 or 15 events, and now I'm doing over 100 a year. I think I'll be okay. And it was just talking yourself into it and just jumping. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah it's, was, it seems like most of it is, uh, for you at least, was um, was all mental. Yeah. There, wasn't, it, there weren't actual, like, real obstacles. Obviously, there are obstacles that come up that you have to overcome. Yeah. But, like, overcoming those internal demons, internal the things, the, those internal doubts that yeah, we have. I mean, I went to college for four, maybe five years to do what I was doing. Right. And, and then to, to leave that, to, to leave, leave the thing that you invested that. years in degree obtaining and part I of your life. No, like I said, I never worked in a restaurant. I didn't. I didn't. No, I, I, which is, is kind of a good thing because I don't know the rules of cooking. <laughs> yeah. You know? I actually hired a chef one time, and he came in and worked with me for two years, and he would do stuff, and I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, well, how do you do it? 
And I was like, I do it this way. And he's like, well, that may be easier than what I'm doing because he was taught. He went to school. Exactly. Well, you're you're given a structure and this yeah. form to operate off of. Yeah, but he would do stuff, and I'd be like, oh, that's way easier than the way I do it. But then yeah. I would do something, and he'd be like, oh, I like that. And so, I mean, we, we both learned a lot from each yeah. other. Um, and he's got his own catering thing now in Jacksonville. But he's – I love that. I love the idea of being able to look at somebody else who's operating like parallel to you in mm-hmm. the same industry and and not not doing a like a the broad brush over of like oh well they were they were taught this way and and I don't I don't do that you know what I mean like and that like that's not like but being able to look at and be like I don't like that of what you do I don't like this part of it but that makes way more sense. Like I want to take the good parts of what you're doing and you over there I want to take the good parts of what you're doing because if I take what you know. And what you know, plus what I know, I'm going to be better. In, in my, my whole, I guess, management style, I want everybody to know what I know yeah. because it makes my job easier. Yeah, truly. Truly. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm opposite. I'm a yeah. horrible boss manager. <laughs> horrible because I'm, I tell them all the time, my, my head's like a browser and i got 20,000 tabs open at any time. And if i got to stop and tell somebody – then that means I've got to find that tab. I got to go back and search for what they're doing and how to explain it to them. So normally I have one assistant that's with me two or three years till she graduates, mm-hmm. and then I got to start over again. Yeah, I believe it's, it's a hard. I'll, it's a I'll hard tell time. What to do and, and I hate asking for. I hate asking somebody. But to I don't. Do I don't <laughs> and I don't yeah. tell them how to do it though. I just say I need you to do this. Right. And you give them the leeway to be able to figure it. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been telling them why, tell them what to do and why they're doing it. That's huge. But I don't tell them. I still don't tell them how to do it. Yep. I want them to know what they're doing and why they're doing it. But I don't care how they do it. Well, well, I've seen you do it this way. Well, that that works for me, but it may work for you a different way, exactly. and that's fine. Exactly. But I just want you to do it. Yep. Right. And having yeah. understanding that why can actually be so crucial. It can be so crucial for for it, it to is. for that and and how they determine which which how they're going to do right. in order to accomplish that task. Right. If they understand the why, they're like, oh. We're, we're we're doing this thing over here to because of this point, right? Because of like the light is setting at this point, and so with with the fact that the light is the primary consideration, like oh, I can't, I can't set up the canopy this way; it has to face that way. Yeah. When I knew that it needed to be over here, but now I know the angle, where, you know, because yeah. I know the why. Right. It's a little bit harder for me because mine is mostly mechanics. I'm dealing with wires and tapes and things yeah. like that. So a lot of times, like when if I know that you're creative and like with my my assistant that I have now, I'm like, all right, so I have five boutonnieres in this color. Here's the greenery. Just just go for it. And I leave creative. I leave it up to her to yeah. do something. If she doesn't like it, I'll be like, eh. Or if she comes to me and she's kind of like, eh, I'm not liking it. Or if I see her struggling, I'm like, all right, here, this is what you need to do. This is what I, right here. Yeah. And she's like, like that. She's like, like, literally, I just watched you do it, but there's no possible way I can. <laughs> she goes, you, 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 make, you make magic, you make unicorn shit out of scraps. <laughs> I, I can't do it the way that you do yeah. it. And I'm like, but I've been doing it for 15 years, so it just, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
I think that some people are born with gifts and they just pick yeah. something up and they make sense. Sure. I mean, and that's the way that it is to me. I never in a million years thought that I would be doing this. Right, yeah. I was at the right time, at the right place. I walked into a place for lunch. I met this amazing older gay couple that told me about how this they own this flower shop. And I was thinking, I need a part-time job. But I'm looking at them thinking... Oh my gosh, that would be like the coolest job ever. You get to make people smile all day and deal with flowers. And they looked at me and laughed. (laughs) And they were like, you need to come in for an interview. And then I came in and they they gave me flowers. My first arrangement that I had ever made in my life and said, make something out of this. And I was like, okay, I did. And then he looked at me and goes, it's your wedding day and I want you to go into the cooler and I want you to find stuff for a bouquet. And I just came out with red roses. It was the only thing that I knew. I didn't know any kind of flower varieties. I grabbed them up, I made a bouquet and he goes, when can you start? And oh my gosh, there's so many layers to this story that I'm in love with. Like this is incredible. And it just started from there and it was, it made sense. It's just, I pick it up and it's just, I don't think about it. It's like tying your shoes. I'm a teacher. And I teach this on Tuesday nights for continuing education. And it's really hard for me <laughs> to teach because it's it's like teaching a five-year-old how to tie your shoes. Oh, you yeah. kind of have to get down to the basics like of I everything. Don't under, it's, it's a loop. It's a right. loop. Just do the loop. Yeah. He's like, like but I don't like, understand. My hands don't work that way. And, and, <laughs> and there's no rules in my world. I yeah. mean, to me, it's they're flowers. They're well, and that's, and that's one of the hardest things for people. You get... Uh, I, I heard this recently, like there are the a percentage of cr- actually creative people in the world is like less than 1% of the population. Mm-hmm. Now, and it's not to say that it's something to be desired about because most creative people fail and fall flat on their face because right. they're so creative, yeah. and, but they don't have the sense about them to be able to turn that into something right. that's productive or, or successful. Um, but with that, Having a creative person trying to teach a non-creative person how to be creative, like most people, I think, and I think that I fall in this category. Is like, I'm like, all right, you created this beautiful bouquet, right? Like, what are the? St- give me the. Give me step one, step two, step three, step four. I can follow those steps, but you're like, yeah, and you'll have a mechanical bouquet that's got the correct ingredients, but it's not. You have the recipe exactly. You won't have. Nope. The, my mind yeah. no, no 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 and it's like the just the sight and the feeling and the the energy yeah. that's going into it it's not going to be yeah. there and that it's just it just it, it just comes it's yeah. like putting a puzzle together this needs to go there and See, it says something because like from day one when you when you stepped in for this like interview you like you created something that people that own that were in the industry recognize as beautiful Right, so even though like sure over time like you've probably become more efficient and you've right. honed your skills and everything, you're starting from a baseline of that's that's not just random Joe Schmo off the street that's like I have no feel for this. Right. You know? And she she says it's all puzzle pieces, each flower is a puzzle piece, but the final product is already in her mind. She sees it right before she starts. Yeah. And then all the puzzle pieces are there. But, but nobody else can do it. Like because no one's got no one's got like the box to the puzzle, right? Like But yeah. I actually don't visualize what I want. I find if I visualize a goal, I want it to look exactly like this. Oh yeah. I completely you, fail. Yep. I bomb. I have I to just I have to have these pieces and it just it flows. It yeah. just comes to me. I can't have, I mean, I like, I know if I make a wreath, I want flowers this way. And I have a sure. general idea that I want it to look like, 
But if I know, if I picture, if I have a picture right there and I'm trying to create that, I can't do it. Like I said, you can't create that Mona Lisa twice. Right. I can't. Right. I, I, I can't. Because do you're that. gonna I'm be you're that. gonna be fighting so hard yeah. to to recreate that energy versus like just, just embracing the one right yeah, now. Yeah, right. I have to do it myself. Okay. I have to that have the sense. loose flowers around me and just pick them up and just go for it in no certain order. I don't want to have to put this flower there. I just want to go for it and go around. I love it. Yeah. How far away can you guys provide services for? That are you willing to at this point? I've done them as far as Jacksonville and Athens and Atlanta. That's fine. Uh, Opelika, Alabama, North Carolina, <laughs> Atlanta, Jacksonville. Uh, so you'll hit the road and oh, sure yeah. just go. Oh, that's yeah. So for anybody listening, that's within that range. Or yeah. if you're looking to go for a uh, destination wedding mm-hmm. to the southeast. Um, what how what's the best way for somebody to to go on and and look at what you guys have done in the services that you provide get some pictures of this beautiful place uh hameshall.com thepaintedchef.com or the flower girl on facebook or instagram the flower girl estate and some of those are going to be like the instagram especially with the photos and what you do and everything that's perfect and i've seen your website shugging it's awesome it's fantastic I really appreciate it, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. And, like, what an honor to be in this place right now. It's amazing. It's gorgeous. I appreciate it. We'll give you a tour after this. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, there you have it. What a great conversation and a great time with Jackie and Travis. It was... I had a blast. I hope that you guys really enjoyed it, too. I'm sure that you did because... They, they really brought it. So I appreciate them so much. I love what they're doing. And truly, that space is so amazing. They did. They took me on a tour after we got done recording. And that space, Hames Hall, is absolutely gorgeous. So really, if you at all are considering or have ever considered the idea of a southern wedding or an event to be planned in, a, in that kind of setting, check out Hames Hall. Check out the uh, the work that Jackie does and the, and the work that Travis does. They both have their websites that they have given to you. It is it is worth the investment and the time to, to take a gander. They're just amazingly lovely people. So grateful to have had the opportunity. And uh, if you want some uh, some behind the scenes stuff, you can come check us out and join the group over at uh, the Facebook fan page of Burn Your Boats. We're there and. Uh, other than that, just keep on coming back. I'll, I'll keep providing content for y'all. And I appreciate and love the support that I'm getting from everyone. It's been absolutely amazing and out of this world. And the the feedback that I'm getting is so great. And the, the ways that people are really taking the lessons here and applying them in their lives and seeing real changes is phenomenal. So I'm... I'm blessed to have this opportunity to be able to share this with everyone. And and again, thank you. I love you all so much, and I will see you here next time.